time now for History Matters. Taking a look back at this week in history with the one and only Scott Washington, historian extraordinaire, who joins us in the studio on this very gray but very special December 15th. As we all know, if we follow History Matters on a regular basis, today... Is the day. The, the, the good, day good morning, is the by day. the way. Good How are morning, you? Aaron. <laughs> yes, I have it on my hat that literally says history on it because uh, this is one of those great days. One of the rare times when we're doing the show live as we do um, uh, on the day where something really momentous happened. In this case, uh, 231 years ago, on December 15, 1791, is when. Uh, Virginia ratifies enough amendments and it becomes enough of a quorum, three-quarters of the states at that point, for 10 of these amendments to go into effect, uh, the ones protecting essential liberties and uh, essential uh, legal remedies and protections. We call the Bill of Rights, Rights. all of which is to say today is Bill of Rights Day. That's right. And, you know, this is a decade ago when I came to Hillsborough as the uh, assistant director of the Orange County Historical Museum, and suddenly realized that Orange County and North Carolina has uh, really the right to uh, the claim the moniker birthplace of the Bill of Rights because of what happens. In 1788, um, long after the Revolutionary War, the new, what was then the new U.S. Constitution is going around to the states for ratification. By the time North Carolina meets in the summer of 1788, it's a done deal. Mm-hmm. It's going into force anyways. But North Carolina does something that no other state does. They actually vote to postpone ratifying the Constitution until provisions are made for introducing a Bill of Rights or amendments to uh, Congress and the ratifying states. That's the price of admission. And they do it in part because of what they had been through. Yeah. And this is important because by that point, I think Massachusetts was, it was uh, Samuel Adams and John Hancock up in Massachusetts were the first ones to say, to try to appease the anti-federalists by saying, all right, we'll ratify, but we'll suggest amendments. And that's what other states had done. But they were all suggested amendments. They were ratified. So it was understood that as soon as Congress meets, we're going to talk about amendments. But all of these states had ratified the Constitution. They were in no matter what. So you could talk about amendments, but there was no guarantee that anything was going to get done. North Carolina is the state that kind of well, forces when, the issue by saying right. we're not joining until. When the states met, about half ratified the Constitution as it is. I call it the vanilla version, <laughs> executive, judicial, legislative, but right. nothing else. And the other half, they ratified it with, like Massachusetts, saying, oh, well, we can suggest or saying, yes, there should be amendments. But it wasn't a sticking point. It was in North Carolina. Yep. 17 years before their constitutional convention, which happened to be in Hillsboro, which had one of the largest buildings in the state, and this constitutional convention was second largest only to Massachusetts in size, um, and they do something consequential by postponing that, and it's because of what happened in Hillsboro 17 years earlier. 1771, six men are executed following the Battle of Alamance by English colonial governor William Tryon, Um, on the charges of high treason when it appears that they were exercising the very rights that the Bill of Rights uh, actually uh, shows and displays as part of Americans' birthright. Mm -hmm. Freedom of speech, freedom of conscience of religion, uh, freedom of assembly, petitioning the government, press, 
um, and also legal protections. These are really basic things, mm -hmm. but they weren't there for the protect the men who died, the six men who died in Hillsborough in 1771. As a final act of spite, uh, the governor wouldn't even uh, release the bodies to the family, so they had no other choice but to go year after year to the place where their loved ones died, which is in Hillsborough. At that site, the Regulator Historic Site, is marked by a marble slab yep. up atop a, a gentle hill. Yep, which you rediscovered, right? Yes, yeah. it, it did after. It's a whole story of, like, Scott <laughs> digging up weeds one. and, oh, look. <laughs> there it is. Oh, my There's God. so many historical things in Hillsborough. Yes. Like, some of them oh. are still being uncovered. That's right. Yeah. It's just wonderful. Uh, it's the Disneyland of history, and uh, that's why I'm excited about it. But because of that, what we did, and I decided, what can we do? And I thought, Bill of Rights Day, why haven't we heard of this? Well, in 1941, in August of that year, uh, Congress realized it's the 150th anniversary of when this happens, uh, when the Bill of Rights goes into force. So Let's do a big celebration right. in December of 1941. <laughs> what could they, get in the way? They send a, <laughs> this resolution to President Roosevelt saying, uh, can you make a proclamation? So shortly after Thanksgiving, he does. Um, and of course, Pearl Harbor comes up. Now, there are still observances on December 15th, but they're muted because we're at war. But suddenly, it puts into context. And uh, Roosevelt does a radio address on December 15th, and he mentions the Bill of Rights and also the difference between what we're standing for and what Hitler was standing for. Mm -hmm. Really profound. And ever since then... Every president, Democrat and Republican, has at least had a proclamation at least once in their term until Gerald Ford. And Gerald Ford began, Ford. It, every, <laughs> began <laughs> it every year, um, and it's, it's caught on. And even now, if you Google uh, that phrase, December 15th, or actually Bill of Rights Day 2022, the first thing that's going to pop up in search results is the latest White House proclamation that was yep. issued uh, late yesterday. So speaking with Scott Washington, today is Bill of Rights yes. Day, and insofar as today is Bill of Rights Day, you're Here. doing a thing yes. in Hillsborough. Well, this is what we figured. It's the middle of December. Why haven't we celebrated? Well, it is the middle of December. The East Coast, we have weather like we're having today. It's cold, overcast, or rainy, or inclement. But no one has time for speeches or parades. But I thought there is one thing we can do. So I contacted uh, the pastors of the historic churches who have belfries uh, dating back to the 19th and in one case maybe the 18th century. And I said, can you ring your bells for as many seconds as the Bill of Rights has been in force? So that's what we have been doing ever since. This is 10 years. I think it's the only place in the nation. It's a model. We don't uh, it's free. It's uh, it's nonpartisan. Anyone can do it. Uh, this year will be to mark the 231st anniversary. We'll be ringing bells for 231 seconds continuously, nice. simultaneously. We in front of the uh, old courthouse um, at 104 East King Street in Hillsboro, where. Uh, there have been courthouses there dating back to colonial times when we were an English colony, and we'll be ringing bells. We don't make speeches. We just start ringing bells, and it's so much fun that I've even had pastors at the churches who ring these bells say, 
can we ring them a little longer? I said, absolutely. You can. You know, these are, there are a lot of other amendments that we could cover and celebrate well. They are your bells, and there are several <laughs> provisions in the actual Bill of Rights that protect your right to do whatever you want to with those bells. And I thought ring I would give us a... Ring them for five minutes, ten? <laughs> I thought I'd give us a taste of this. All right. This is the week You have we... brought bells. <laughs> I have brought bells. So if you're going, so it's at noon today. This is at noon time. At the, at the courthouse and in Hillsboro. That's right. Bring your own bells or... <laughs> Come by, and Scott will have some I bells to distribute have bells as well. As I typically do, and including so, this one. Yeah, this is one that's kind of nice. It looks almost like a regulator, like a handbell. That's a very town crier yes, bell, kind of right? A town yeah. Crier bell. But there are, but wait, just like the Ginsu, there are more. There is. A I always like when our radio show turns into a visual thing. <laughs> well, I thought people wanted to know. So there's these ones that are kind of obnoxiously ringing and. Um, then there is uh, something that looks like the Liberty Bell. We have that. Yes. Um, and uh, let's see. We have oh, some charming ones. If people like a cowbell, we do a cowbell. Right. Here's a nice one. Ooh, that's a wind that's chime a, kind of. It's kind of a wind chime one. Then we have more traditional ones that are, you know, like the sleigh bells. The jingle bells, that's right. That's right. So we have a whole bunch of these, and I thought I would kind of give you an idea of what these all sound like when they're all ringing together. <laughs> and if you can imagine, in the distance, uh, historic churches, the, the, the belfries also sounding. Right. It's a real cacophony of sound. It is very cool. And it, But the thing is, we're just giving you a few seconds, but when you do this for 231 seconds, you suddenly get a real appreciation for time mm -hmm. and how long these have been quietly enforced. And I always say, wouldn't it be nice if the most feared sound in the world was not the sound of the latest weapon exploding somewhere, but the sound of tinkling bells <laughs> and giving new meaning to the I don't know. I've seen those horror movies, and it's not super fun, but I see where you're going with this. You see what I mean? Okay. Yeah. Well, the idea is it gives really new meaning to that ancient refrain, let freedom ring, and yep. we're actually acting it out. So it's great fun. Please come down there. This is a week when the Boston Tea Party took place in 1773. Uh, this was the a week when the Wright brothers made their successful launch. Uh, that was uh, December 16th, 1773, Boston Tea Party. Uh, December 17th, the Wright brothers take off in 1903. So anything that will give a lift to good ideas, that's what we're all about. Noon today in downtown Hillsboro. Head there, bring your bells, or just come and uh, have bells <laughs> oh, given to you. They will be available. <laughs> Scott Washington, thank you so much. Thank you, Aaron.